The decision hasn't come lightly. I mean, I have, for the sort of last 10 years, wanted this. Worth every shot with Yaz. I kind of did hope that in my 30s I might meet somebody, but it hasn't worked out that way for me. Hi, Yasmin here with you, and uh, while I am actually recording this week's podcast, I have to say, and be honest, I'm really say I am nervous, but excited about where I am on my baby journey. In just four days' time, I will be going into the clinic to have a frozen egg transfer, and uh, well, my little Morton Harkett is sitting in the freezer right now, just waiting to make an appearance on Tuesday. And if you're wondering why my little M baby is called Morton Harkett, well, my donor is Norwegian, and Morton Harkett, of course, lead singer of Norwegian band Aha. So please, if you are listening to this right now and you're rooting for me, then please do whatever you can. Light a candle for me. Just put out some positive vibes my way. Maybe all that positive energy will help. And uh, well, my, my mum has booked her flight over so she can be there to hold my hand next Tuesday. Now, this week's guest has unfortunately taken a bit of a rain check. She's a very, very busy lady. She's based in Dubai and works as an embryologist. And I will be getting her on in due course. And next week's guest, well... I can hardly contain my excitement for next week's guest because she is someone that I really admire. Her name is Clodagh Hagen and about three years ago I read her story in the paper of becoming a solo mum by choice and when she was successful and brought the beautiful baby Frank into the world, well I was hooked with her Insta updates, I still am in fact. Her and Natalie Imbruglia have been a massive inspiration to me especially as they both did it in their 40s. Anyway, let's go back to around this time 2020 and uh, if you remember last week's instalment I hadn't been able to get my tubule done because the doctor who was supposed to be doing it had to head to the Royal Hospital in Belfast to work. So last night I got a call from my fertility doctor. He's so lovely. He really is lovely and he apologised quite a few times uh, about yesterday and I'm now fitting in. I've got to go along next week now it's next Monday um, I'm much happier but he also I spoke to him about finding a donor but obviously there's got to be checks to be done before I go and order the sperm the vial or the vials and um, he did say like have you had your CMV test and I thought oh I maybe haven't read some of the paperwork you sent me because I, I, I said no and he said well you need to have that done because it's to see if you test positive or negative and it's to do with the do- donors. Um, you've there's There's got to be um, a match, basically. So I can't go and order sperm until I've had that done. So he was going to do it next Monday as well. But I thought to speed up the process, I spoke to a lovely lady from the clinic today and I said, you know, I'd love to get the results quite quickly so I can get the, the sperm ordered. So she said, well, what are you doing today? And I said, well, after work, nothing. So she fed me in. Just had my jag. You can see my little plaster there. So hopefully come next Monday, we'll have the results of that. So just, I don't know, just gets the ball rolling a little bit quicker, which I'm really chuffed about, especially after yesterday. And I went to go and pay for this and they said, don't worry about it. (laughs) And I think that's because they felt bad about yesterday. So, but something really spooky happened, actually. Check out this picture. I thought I would just interrupt myself here to tell you that that picture is of a robin bird perched beside me at the fertility clinic. You see, sometimes video audio just doesn't work too well on a podcast, but uh, back to the vlog. And I am a little bit of a believer of like, well, that was just so strange. I was just sat in my car waiting for an appointment and uh, that little robin flew onto the sign, which you saw the picture of there, the fertility partnership sign. And I'm thinking... Oh, I kind of believe in stuff like that, and it's uh, it's known known in the 
spiritual world, shall we say, if a robin flies at you or you see a robin or whatever, it's a very good sign. And do you know what? I'm taking it as that. So thank you, Red Robin. It also, uh, this is me on my way home now, actually, but I have to show you this, and I've been driving past this now. How many times have I been at the fertility clinic? Probably about five or six times so far on the journey, and <laughs> this is not lost on me at all, the irony of this, right? So on my way down this road, I don't even know, is it Edgware Road? I'm not 100% sure, but down this road, when I go to the clinic, I pass a certain building, a certain company, and you basically just take a right after this company, and I'm just about to let you see a picture of it. You couldn't make this up, right? Hold on, hold on. Turn here, yeah. So that company there, yeah, okay, on the right here. So yes, so whenever I'm driving to the clinic, I'm like taking a right at Siemens. Yes, the irony is not lost on me. And it's Edgewater Road, actually, not Edgeware. I think I was thinking I was in London all of a sudden. But uh, you'll be aware, if you have been following my journey, that I was trying and failing to get my high cosy, also known as a tubule test, done. And the reason for this was to see if IUI was feasible. That was the reason I was getting it done. In other words, are my fallopian tubes in working order? Well, this is what happened next. Hi, it is Monday the 2nd of November and that is me being into the fertility clinic yet again to try and get a tubule. Oh, so this is the third time. So the first time I went, couldn't get it done because they, they thought they saw what might be a polyp or they thought it might be a bit leftover blood. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. And then, so they couldn't do it and then they, they had to wait another month and booked in and then couldn't get it done because the doctor got taken to the Royal Hospital in Belfast to work. So then this today was third time and I thought, third time lucky, let's get this done now. I want to know if I can do IUI. Um, get testing those fallopian tubes. But, um, well, <laughs> it was, it's polyps. So I've got two polyps and you can't do it until those polyps are gone. So now I've got the option of, well, I don't have health insurance. So I, and he said, if you go down the NHS route, it could be, it could take a while. And it's like, oh, I don't really want it to take too much longer of my time. I mean, I've got a biological clock ticking here as well as anything else. But, um, he said, but you could go privately. I'm going to get sent to your pa uh, patient portal, like a price list and uh, a time scale. So you kind of roughly know. So I'm going to have to get these removed in this operation. I have never, I've got to this age, 41. I've never ever had an operation. So I'm actually really, really nervous. And it's a, Hister, Hister something with, uh, to get these polyps removed, I forget what it's called. Um, again, he sort of baffles me with science, but he's an amazing doctor and I really like him. We had such a laugh today actually and I just, I'm so glad I have him and Louise, the nurse, is just amazing as well. We had Eva in the corner, I think she might have been a student, I'm not 100% sure. Um, and that's my niece's name and I, so I said that to her and the, uh, do you know what I, I think Louise was as frustrated as me she went oh yeah I was like I know I know it's just so frustrating when you just Site yourself up and they were like you're doing so well and because I had to get quite a lot done today as well because he just wanted to double check so he, he did put a catheter in and he like put like sort of water I think it was around my womb so he could see a little bit clearer on the saw myself on the big screen <laughs> and he was like there's your womb and that he said you can definitely see there's two polyps there I'm like yeah I, I can see them he actually said he used the word CB Wonder could even see those polyps I went right okay Right. Oh. <laughs> well, 
Uh, so it's just another sort of, it's like a hurdle. And I, do you know what? I've, I, I've been saying to myself, it would be so much easier just to get a boyfriend. <laughs> this is getting beyond a joke now, but it, it'll be worth it. I hope to goodness this is going to be worth it. It really will be, won't it? it? Well, it will be if, if why I'm doing this comes to fruition, it's going to be all worth it. I'm just going to think back when I've got my baby in my arms, if I do ever get that chance, I'm going to look back and go, oh, all that was worth it. That poking and prodding and getting rid of polyps and it'll all be worth it. So um, that is my update today and I just have to sit tight and now wait. The next step is to get rid of the polyps. And while I did get rid of the polyps and continue on my journey only to later down the line find out I had them again. So it was another appointment to get them removed before I got to where I am today. And that is just four days away from my frozen egg transfer. So please pray for me and thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to be a guest on my podcast, please email yaz at qradio.com. Worth every shot. 